Evernorth Health Services, we believe costs shouldn't get in the way of life-changing care. And we're doing everything in our power to make it possible. Behavioral health solutions that also keep your projections at their best? It's possible. Pharmacy benefits that benefit your bottom line? It's possible. Complex specialty care that cares about your ROI? It's possible. Because we're already doing it. All while saving businesses billions. That's wonder made possible. Learn more at evernorth.com slash wonder. This is the Larry Kudlow Show. Welcome back, folks. I'm Larry Kudlow. We're here with Charlie Hurt, Washington Times opinion editor and columnist, Fox News contributor. Charlie, I want to raise one point. Um, Trump absolutely hit a grand slam home run when he talked about drill, baby, drill, and cutting taxes and regulations and how strong the economy was. And this is likely to be, in large part, a pocketbook election, an economic election, recession, inflation, et cetera, et cetera. And I think think he is well-suited to take advantage of that. I mean, people say he can't beat Biden. People say he's not going to win the primaries. I mean, really, this is his... Breadbasket. This is his absolute best part, and you saw it in that debate. And, you know, he got a huge round of applause when he said, drill, baby, drill. I mean, it was like spontaneous. Yeah, and, and he's so good at, at uh, putting the spotlight on um, it, when, you know, a, a simple, clear answer like that. And, and it, it really is a simple, clear answer. You know, when you have gas prices uh, double. In during the two years after, because of Joe Biden's policy, you know, every single one of these things, whether it's inflation with the monstrous spending or gas prices with the, the Biden administration's war on energy independence or, or the red tape, all of this stuff ties directly to, you know, Joe Biden's policies. And that's where Trump is at his best when it's a, it, it really, you know, a lot of times in life, there isn't a simple answer. In in this case, there are simple answers, yeah. and Trump is very very good at putting that spotlight on those. I mean, we haven't heard the, the drill baby drill. We haven't you know we haven't even heard Republicans say that in uh, eight, years, eight or ten years. Yeah, yeah. years. So, and, and but it's, I have to say though, the, the curiosity about it about um, you know, I will never. I still haven't quite figured out. I think that the the Dobbs decision had a lot to do with this, but. I, you know, what happened in these midterms still baffles me. Mm-hmm. Um, but but one of the reasons I think that it get, doesn't get talked about much is that I think a lot of people, things were so bad, got so bad for so many people. And I get it. There are a lot of people in this country who have jobs, whose wages have gone up, and, uh, that, you know, for whom, you know, life is fine right now. But for the very large majority of Americans, American workers, things are not going well. And when things go really badly, sometimes sort of political discussions get pushed to the back of the shelf and they get focused on, on other stuff. And, and, you know, get whether it's gas prices or grocery prices or whatever, that, you know, people get concerned about more important things in their mind than politics. And so in a midterm, you know, you don't have quite the turnout that, that we expected. And again, you know, the Dobbs decision, uh, probably played a larger role in that than, um, uh, you know, some significant role in, in, in why Democrats didn't lose as badly as I thought they would in the midterms. But man, a general election where you have, 
you know, we're going to spend, we're going to see literally billions of dollars spent over the course of the next year and a half for the, the midterm, for the, the 2024 election. No one is going to be able to avoid that thing. And in that kind of environment where you have people suffering the way people are suffering, and you have a guy who is so good as Trump is at put, shining the spotlight on the, the clear, obvious path forward and the clear, obvious things that this administration is doing to hurt America and Americans and especially American workers, man, it's a, that's a powder keg. And, uh, and, and nobody is better than Trump is on, I don't think in, in that, that kind of fight. I don't think GOP did, uh, terrific job nationalizing the midterms, yes. particularly on the Senate yeah. side. But a presidential race, you're right, is all about nationalizing the mid, uh, the elections. Yeah. And the pocketbook stuff is going to be so important. And again, it, it is exactly his strengths. Uh, I mean, we don't know. Look, uh, Governor DeSantis uh, hasn't quite yet thrown his hat into the ring, although he's been sort of running he may have an economic message, okay, and it might be a strong economic message for all we know, but so far we haven't heard that from him, and that's why I think the CNN thing was a coming-out party for Trump because he was so clear uh, on the economy, on his, you know, I did it once, I can do it again. In fact, he did it twice, and he can do it again, and that's a powerful, powerful election. People say he couldn't beat Biden. I mean, I don't understand. What are they thinking? They're missing the whole picture. Yeah, and, and yeah, the thing that's interesting is that, you know, Trump is so good at harnessing deep, deep frustration, mm-hmm. real frustration, by the way. They're not made up frustrations that like the, the way the media tries to portray. These are real frustrations that people have. And they, that, that, that it, you know, and, and Trump tapped into that in 2016. I would argue that fast forward to 2024, people's frustrations are even higher. And part of the reason that they're even more frustrated is because of, you know, they, they elected Donald Trump in 2016, and then they sat back and they watched what Washington, what, what Democrats, what the media did to their, the person that they elected to fix the problems. And, and it kind of exposed that the problems are as bad as they, they appeared in 2016. It turns out the problems are 50 times worse. And these people are even more evil and more dishonest. And so I think that that level of frustration is even higher. And, and, and you know, and there's a lot I love about Ron DeSantis. Um, I think he is a very calculated, uh, a, a very thoughtful, smart, pragmatic fighter, generally. Um, but I don't know that he's necessarily good at harnessing that frustration the way Trump is. Trump is so good at that, and he's and again he's not making it up. You know, you get, you, you know you have evil politicians like you know Democrats who harness a, you know who who manufacture you know like they're like this whole thing with race that they do where they accuse everybody of being racist and they accuse mm. cops of being racist. Mm. They're make, Democrats are making that up. That doesn't exist. They're completely making it up in order to harness anger and rage to help them get elected. But that's so totally dishonest, and it's destructive, and it's, uh, it's, it's and it hurts the very people they claim to be helping. Trump and and the, the frustrations on the other side—they're real frustrations. They're not fantasy. Mm. They're not making that up. 
And and Trump is so good at harnessing that. And I, I don't know that Ron DeSantis um, is – he's never demonstrated that he's – he's very good at enacting policy, and I admire that a lot. But we're kind of uh, – there, there's a, there's a, a seething frustration among regular, normal voters in this country that I don't think that he necessarily speaks to. Trump does. Trump is great at it. Charlie Hurt, uh, in our last minute – how important is this border catastrophe going to be in this election? Oh, I think I, I think it goes right along the lines with that that profound deep frustration, right? I mean, you know, it, it was bad in 2016. People were frustrated, and that was a, that was a sleeper uh, issue in the 2016. It turned out to be gargantuan to the point that you actually have Democrats uh, had Democrats at the time realizing that, oh my goodness, this is a real problem for us. It's gotten 10 times worse because of this, the intentional policies of this administration to destroy our country mm. and demolish our borders. I think it, it's almost, you know, it, it's on the front pages now. It's almost underrated. Uh, somebody <laughs> said, I forget, I think I had Senator um, Eric Schmidt on. I think it was he uh, who said every state is a border state. Yeah. Every state is a border state, and that's yeah. that's just going to be huge, absolutely huge. Charlie, I want to raise one point. Um, Trump absolutely hit a grand slam home run when he talked about drill, baby, drill, and cutting taxes and yeah. regulations and how strong the economy was. And this is likely to be, in large part, a pocketbook election, an economic election, recession, inflation, et cetera, et cetera. And I think um, I think he is well suited to take advantage of that. I mean, people say he can't beat Biden. People say he's not going to win the primaries. I mean, really, this is his breadbasket. This is his absolute best part. And you saw it in that debate. And, you know, he got a huge round of applause when he said, drill, baby, drill. I mean, it was like spontaneous. Yeah, and, and he's so good at, at uh, putting the spotlight on um, it, when you know a, a simple, clear answer like that, and and it, it really is a simple, clear answer. You know, when you have gas prices uh, double in during the two years after Joe, because of Joe Biden's policy, you know every single one of these things, whether it's inflation with the monstrous spending or gas prices with the the Biden administration's war on energy independence or or the red tape, all of this stuff ties directly to you know, Joe Biden's policies. And that's where Trump is at his best when it's a, it, it really, you know, a lot of times in life, there isn't a simple answer. Mm. In, in this case, there are simple answers. Yeah. And Trump is very, very good at putting that spotlight on those. I mean, we haven't heard the, the drill, baby, drill. We haven't, you know, we haven't even heard Republicans say that in uh, eight, years. eight or 10 years. Yeah. yeah. Years. So, and, but it's, I have to say, though, the, the curiosity about it, about, um, you know, I will never, I still haven't quite figured out. I think that the, obviously the Dobbs decision had a lot to do with this. But, I, you know, what happened in these midterms still baffles me. Mm-hmm. Um, but, but one of the reasons I think that it get, doesn't get talked about much is that I think a lot of people, things were so bad, got so bad for so many people. And I get it. There are a lot of people in this country 
who have jobs, whose wages have gone up, and, uh, you know, for whom, you know, life is fine right now. But for the very large majority of Americans, American workers, things are not going well. And when things go really badly, sometimes sort of political discussions get pushed to the back of the shelf and they get focused on, on other stuff and, and, you know, get, whether it's gas prices or grocery prices or whatever, that, you know, people get concerned about more important things in their mind than politics. And so in a midterm, you know, you don't have quite the turnout that, that we expected. And again, you know, the Dobbs decision uh, probably played a larger role in that than, um, uh, you know, some significant role in, in, in why Democrats didn't lose as badly as I thought they would in the midterms. But man, a general election where you have, you know, we're going to spend, we're going to see literally billions of dollars spent over the course of the next year and a half for the, the midterm, for the, the 2024 election. No one is going to be able to avoid that thing. And in that kind of environment where you have people suffering the way people are suffering, and you have a guy who is so good as Trump is at put, shining the spotlight on the, the clear, obvious path forward and the clear, obvious things that this administration is doing to hurt America and Americans and especially American workers, man, it's a, that's a powder keg. And, uh, and, and nobody is better than Trump is. I don't think in, in that, that kind of fight. I don't think GOP did a terrific job nationalizing the midterms, yes. particularly on the Senate yeah. side. But a presidential race, you're right, is all about nationalizing the mid uh, the elections. Yeah. And the pocketbook stuff is going to be so important. And again, it, it is exactly his strengths. With crime running rampant in New York, you need to keep yourself and your family safe. Obtaining your concealed carry firearm licenses can be difficult and time-consuming. That's where MyFirstPistol.com comes in. They'll help you secure your concealed carry license. If you're looking for a pistol, premise, rifle, or shotgun license, call 347-559-7052. 347-559-7052. You must have a valid firearm license issued by the NYPD to purchase, possess, or shoot a handgun or pistol in NYC. Uh, I mean, we don't know. Look, uh, Governor DeSantis uh, hasn't quite yet thrown his hat into the ring, although he's been sort of running. He may have an economic message, okay, and it might be a strong economic message for all we know. But so far, we haven't heard that from him. And that's why I think the CNN thing was a coming out party for Trump, because he was so clear. Uh, on the economy, yeah. on his, you know, I did it once, I can do it again. In fact, he did it twice, and he can do it again. And that's a powerful, powerful election. People say he couldn't beat Biden. I mean, I don't understand. What are they thinking? They're missing the whole picture. Yeah, and, and you know, the thing that's interesting is, that, you know, Trump is so good at harnessing deep, deep frustration, mm. real frustration, by the way. They're not made-up frustrations. That like the the way the media tries to portray these are real frustrations that people have, and they that that, that you know and and Trump tapped into that in 2016. I would argue that fast forward to 2024, people's frustrations are even higher, and part of the reason that they're even more frustrated is because of you know they they elected Donald Trump in 2016, and then they sat back and they watched what Washington what what Democrats what the media did to their 
the person that they elected to fix the problems, and it, and it kind of exposed that the problems are as bad as they they appeared in 2016. It turns out the problems are 50 times worse. And these people are even more evil and more dishonest. And so I think that that level of frustration is even higher. And, and, and you know, and there's a lot I love about Ron DeSantis. Um, I think he is a very calculated, uh, a, a very thoughtful, smart, pragmatic fighter, generally. Um, but I don't know that he's necessarily good at harnessing that frustration the way Trump is. Trump is so good at that. And he's, and again, he's not making it up. You know, you get, you, you know, you have evil politicians like, you know, Democrats who harness, a, you know, who, who manufacture, you know, like they're like this whole thing with race that they do where they accuse everybody of being racist and they accuse mm. cops of being racist. Mm. They're make, Democrats are making that up. That doesn't exist. They're completely making it up in order to harness anger and rage to help them get elected. But that's so totally dishonest and it's destructive and it's, uh, it's, it's, and it hurts the very people they claim to be helping Trump and, and the, the frustrations on the other side, they're real frustrations. They're not fantasy. Mm. They're not making that up. And, and Trump is so good at harnessing that. And I, I don't know that Ron DeSantis um, is, he's never demonstrated that he's, He's very good at enacting policy, and I admire that a lot. But we're kind of uh, there, there's a, there's a, a seething frustration among regular normal voters in this country that I don't think that he necessarily speaks to. Trump does. Trump is great at it. Charlie Hurt, uh, in our last minute, how important is this border catastrophe going to be in this election? Oh, I think I, I think it goes right along the lines with that that profound, deep frustration, right? I mean, you know, it, it was bad in 2016. People were frustrated, and that was a, that was a sleeper uh, issue in the 2016. It turned out to be gargantuan to the point that you actually have Democrats uh, had Democrats at the time realizing that, oh my goodness, this is a real problem for us. It's gotten ten times worse because of this the intentional policies of this administration to destroy our country mm. and demolish our borders. I think it, it's almost, you know, it, it's on the front pages now. It's almost underrated. Uh, somebody <laughs> said, I forget, I think I had Senator um, Eric Schmidt on, I think it was he, uh, who said every state is a border state. Yeah. Every state is a border state. And that's yeah. that's just going to be huge, absolutely huge. Yeah, and, and, and that was already true, but it's made 10 times more true because of what's going on now, yeah. because of the Biden yeah. administration. Charlie Hurt, Washington Times. We appreciate it, my friend. We'll talk Thanks, soon. Sir. See you this oh, week. Thanks very much. Folks, we're going to take a break. On the other side of the break, we're going to talk about why the Bidens are destroying our entire power system in America. I'm Kudlow. Please stay with us. It's the Larry Kudlow Show. Free market prosperity starts here.